0: You guys have had so many interesting seasons to your lives, but a very fun season <laughs> is beginning in your lives. Yes. Say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are becoming grandparents for the first yes. time. Yay. in
1: September.
0: And how does that shape your perspective of your roles now <laughs> in the world? It changes everything. It changes everything.
2: And you filter all of your life now through this new role, this new responsibility, this new new opportunity, a new life. life. Literally, life goes on. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Yes. And shopping. and (laughs) and, and Picking your name. Well, which is part of the hope. You know, it's part of the prep of... Um delighting in knowing that somebody's gonna call you something endearing. Right. Yes. Nana,
0: N- grandma, yes. noni, yeah, whatever it ends whatever up being. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'll take whatever, you know, whatever they call me, I'll say yes and amen. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: New life. You remember that Craig desperately oh, wanted to train yes. his grandchildren <laughs> to call him <laughs> captain. Yes. <laughs> and they ended up Naming Boo. him Boo, Boo. Boo.
3: <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's
0: where I'm going. Yeah. I'm I'm
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna end up with
2: some accidental I, name that I actually, I'll actually love. I
0: actually wanted I was agendaing for Kimo <laughs> <chemo-sabi. laughs> Oh yeah. But then we realized <laughs> they it would end up being Abby or Sabi or yeah, so three syllables is a lot. Welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast. You are listening to Brad and Lisa who are with us for the conclusion of the series in the six parts that we've been doing here and the six parts that are kind of tracking along with the wild at heart and the captivating experiences. Sadly, dear Stacy is not with us today. Mm -hmm. She had another commitment that she couldn't get out of, and this was the morning we had to record with everybody's calendars. So Missing Stacy, but delighted to have you guys here. Thanks for thanks for coming in and sharing your experiences and and your life story with us. Thanks, thanks for having us.
1: Well, we'll see. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: exactly, yeah, the jury's out. Which yeah. is what
0: everyone says when yes, they come yes. into this studio. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so, listeners, I know you're not all doing the. Captivating Experience, Wild at Heart Experience, and, you know, we're trying to make these conversations interesting to everyone who's, you know, wherever you are, whatever your stage of life is, all that, and I think you'll find today's equally interesting as the previous have been. If you are tracking along, there are six sessions to the Wild at Heart Experience, and the last one for men is an adventure. Adventure to live. Adventure to live. Yes. And the last session for the women's series is irreplaceable. Irreplaceable role. Yeah, that that a woman wants, needs, is created for meaning, purpose, and feeling like she has an irreplaceable role in the story. And I thought it was interesting when John and Amy Dale were in here last week for week five, towards the end of the conversation, Amy put words again to that thing of, we had asked, what would you love Jesus to say to you? And she said that my life has meaning. Hmm. Now, we were talking about beauty and bringing beauty to the world and all the different ways that men and women do that, but it was meaning. The underlying dream. Right. There it is. I thought that was so true to the human heart and kind of tees up today's conversation. So, Lisa, you give the Irreplaceable Role session at our Captivating Retreats. Right. And when you're standing in front of a group of women talking about meaning and that craving for it, what do you
1: say? That's such a big... It's a big word. Irreplaceable. It's a big (laughs) word. And I think most women, most people have trouble believing that it applies to them. You know, they they believe a lie that their lives don't matter. Mm. So I think the first step is pushing into the truth of that you have a role to play. You have um, a message that you carry in a unique way through your story Mm -hmm. that unlocks and carries Jesus where no one else might tread. And the truth of that is so real and so hard to press into. So one of the first things we do is just disarm it by saying, if your enemy is taunting you and saying that doesn't apply to you, that that's a lie. Mm. That's a lie.
0: Mm. And also, why is he working so hard to convince you of that? Yes. Right. Yes. I- if it wasn't true, mm-hmm. you don't have a you don't have a role in God's story. You right. You don't matter. You don't matter. You got a bit part. Yes. Right. You can carry yes. some of the Minor. lighting and the cable for mm-hmm. other people that get to be in the story. If that were true, the enemy wouldn't have to work hard and he works hard. Holy cow, yes. does he work hard? He works hard. You other. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like here's how yeah. hard. Here's how hard. I I was fishing with some guys last weekend and you know, we wanted to make sure we caught a couple photos to just remember the trip together and you know, then at the end the guys had texted me a few of the you know, the pictures of the river and you know, a campsite, the kind of thing just to hold on to the joy. It's a picture of me standing fishing. And I, I looked at myself and I went, wow, you're really old. <laughs> 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 I, I think your days are over. Oh, whoa. Yeah, next sentence. Yeah. I think yes. your days yeah. are over. And just boom, the enemy is right there. Right there. Always looking for the diminishment opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter how old you are, diminishment sure.
1: opportunity, right? And then the comparison. Somebody else could say it, do it, be it mm, better, yeah, and then we're drawn to people that are doing it well because they are reflecting a glory of him, yeah and and we look at that and we think, "Oh, yeah, I need to copy that, yeah, I need, or I go to diminishment, I could never do that, so therefore. I don't matter, Mm. you know, I'm, I don't have a role to play. And so there's so many different tactics that the enemy uses to take women and men, I'm sure, um,
0: out. Why is the comparison one so big for women?
1: Um, You don't think it is for men? Well, they don't I, go to it the well, same way I've that women. sold I counseled
0: a lot of men okay. and women over the years, and I hear the comparison language more with women from women. It, guys may not want to admit it, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I'm just aware of comparison seems to be a real
1: nasty. Oh, it's nasty ploy. And then it, what it does is it um, creates division. And when you create division, your allies are removed from you mm. and you don't have the support. And women do press into and rely on support from one another. Yeah, Relationship. A relationship. Yeah. And, and comparison destroys. Yeah, that's mm. perfect. Thank you. Mm. It destroys that, mm. you know, because you, um, you don't want to be vulnerable. And say, "Wow, I'm worried about this or I'm not good at that or and and so we walk around, I think, particularly in Christian circles, that I've got this. you know, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to tip our hand at the struggle behind it, what it takes to do whatever it is, yes. that your glory, Yes. you know, where you shine. This
0: is the diabolical thing about social media. It is, is oh, that everybody the puts worst. their best their foot best. forward, oh, yeah. right? Yes. Here's my amazing trip. Yes. Here's my amazing yes. kids. Here's my amazing weekend. Here's my Here's amazing picture. Yeah. <laughs> yes. a- everybody puts their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. But the problem is it creates a false impression that their life is, A, always like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's always great. Sure. And then it didn't take much to get there. They just sort of are there. Mm -hmm. There There's no journey. There's no process. And and the comparison thing, Uh you know, all the data on that's really devastating. Your level of envy rises in exact proportion to the amount of time you spend on social media. Lots of data on that. Also anxiety and depression. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you go, okay, so there it is. There's the comparison. Other people have worthy Lives. Amazing mm-hmm. shiny
1: lives. <laughs> shiny you know? lives. Yeah. When the kids were little, Brad and I took them to a photo studio, you know, to have the family photo thing. And the what roles was it
0: of- Owen Mills was not.
1: That, <laughs> that? no, it wasn't. But yeah, that, it was kind that, that kind of it was was thing. In yeah. That yeah. back yes, in the yes. day. And we probably went through three, four rolls. There were rolls of film. Yes, you know, remember the, yes, the negatives yes. to get one good shot, you know, of the kids not crying or pulling each other's hair yes. or have snot or their dress pulled up or whatever. And when we left, I asked the photographer, can I have all of this? Can I have all of this? Because Those are they're funny, and they're a reminder of what it takes, you know, to get get the the one one good good shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 wasn't funny at the time, but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. it was expensive. Now it tells the story.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you guys did the experience. You kind of watched the video and did the exercises and that sort of thing. First pass. Like, um, was there something new that leapt out at you this time? Was there? Is there something you went, wow, that's really true?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, for me, like your story of when you were in Washington and you were a rising star, White House lunch, and then you were dying inside. Yes. That just reminded me of of my own uh, career um, calling journey. So I'm a physician by training, and um, we've done some time in the mission field together with YWAM, but when we came back, I was involved in some further medical training and then had opportunity to, to work at NASA, work at a medical university, and in my early 40s, I was on my way. I was very successful, headed up a department at a large Medical University in Texas, and felt like well I was working twelve hours a day, six days a week, but you Ooh, know, yeah, it was yeah, and we had three small kids, and it felt like wow I'm you know I'm here and I'm oh I'm killing it I'm you I'm go- are the guy I'm right? going to be a residency director in a year or two in my forties, and I'm driving across. A bridge in Texas that I'll never forget. And God said to me, Is this all you want? Really? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't out loud, but it was, I heard him. Is this all you want? Is this all you want? And I argued with him because I had all those things I just said. And um, it took about 20 miles. of Texas Highway to get to the point where I um, I said, no, if you want something else, I will do something mm. else. And so... Could you have named at the time what was missing? No, no, not at all. I mean, there, there wasn't an obvious alternative in front of me. It yes. wasn't like I was offered this other opportunity yes. or anything else right then it wasn't. I wasn't choosing a fork in the road. I was choosing a road less traveled, actually. Yes. And it was a walk with God. It was a journey, an adventure with God. And will you, will you walk with me in this? And so I kind of laid it down. Um, I said, if you don't want this for me or for our family at this time, uh, you show me. I'll be open. And he got pretty quiet. And he said, you know, we'll see. And so I didn't, I don't know if I even told you about that conversation. I know you've heard this story. Yeah. But 10 months later, had an opportunity uh, for a ministry opportunity. And it was here in Colorado. And I asked God, is this it? And he said, Maybe and so applied, and things worked out, and we moved here and worked at a large Christian ministry and uh, in a medical role for the ministry, so medical information, medical, medical fellowship, medical outreach, and that, that was a huge turn. I mean, I had a very comfortable salary in Texas and, and great friends and great opportunity and then we're, we move here, and then the
0: curveball. And then yes, wow, the curveball, the wildness of God, the
2: wildness.
1: Uh, I remember you describing it because it doesn't make sense on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah, was, yeah.
2: It was a and kingdom decision, it, it not was, a career decision,
1: right? And yet, you right. guys in in
0: your early early years of merit, there was YWAM and there was the passion for for more, for more. Mm-hmm. Right? And to somehow join Jesus in his project yeah. on the Earth. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. It, ministry was a, a theme from our engagement on, and mm-hmm. we thought we might come back to it and, and it had some sort of sense.
1: traditional way. Yeah, the yeah. more
2: tradi- yeah, versus the medical thing that I was doing as a physician and a successful one. Yeah. at the time.
0: Yeah, and we have many close allies, many good friends of the ministry who are fulfilling their partnership with Jesus in their medical roles. So it's not like if you really want,
1: right, you right. know,
0: really want to partner with God, don't miss here. Yeah, 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 you got to move to Colorado and join a Christian ministry. <laughs> there, that,
2: there are physicians that I know and you know that are killing it in Christian ministry uh, as a physician.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they are fulfilling yes. their life in God mm-hmm. in in that role. So just you to bet. kind of clarify that real quick, because I think. I think one of the problems, you know, is we're opening up the conversation of what's my role, what's my place, what's my offering in the world? As I've tried to help people with that over the years as, as a counselor, they have overlapped job with ro- role, destiny, purpose, calling, right? right? And therefore, if I, no, 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 you don't understand. If I'm going to fulfill God's place for me, I've got to have this job right? I need to be the residency director in two years, or I, right. right? And and that gets really messy because that's just not true. Paul, right? was He, he sewed fabric right. for, his, you know, most I mean, of the day. Well, dawn to <gasps> dusk, yeah. that's what he was doing, right? Leathers, fabrics, needlework. Uh, and then it was evenings and weekends that he is Paul the apostle, right? And fulfilling his role. So, Kind of a classic example of just saying, right. "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on, gang! Don't." As you're thinking about, yeah, what is my role in God's kingdom? What is it that He has for me? Don't don't make the mistake of linking that, you know, sort of inexorably to a job or a title. A title, right? right. Um, it'll yes. free you. It'll free you to more find what God's up to if you if you don't do that. I mean, I was convinced my my early years, my, my undergraduate degrees in theater and my aspirations were to go to the Royal Academy. And, and I thought that is how I will fulfill God's thing mm. for me. I linked sure. it so closely to a job, a certain kind of occupation. And it was very painful to lose that. Uh, and I was really disoriented when when that shift in the story mm-hmm. took place. And, sure. Myself in Washington D.C., you know, a few years later, and what and which is
1: yeah. its own theater. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all of in so the, many yeah. ways, drama, <laughs> all of drama.
0: Yeah, and and then your first pass, just you know, catfitting experience. Women need a role. What, what was you're so steeped in this message? Was there anything that went ding to you this time? Are you comfortable with me
1: going into the pain? At- yes. Okay. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you comfortable? I am like it would feel not real to not do it. Let's go. Okay. So my my first pass at the um this particular irreplaceable role session was um a punch in my gut and um Really, really hard for me because I was not part of the filming. And so, I mean, the weaving of God, the weaving, you can't make this up. You know, so here I am, part of the captivating team, um, and I'm not in on this filming. And I'm being asked to respond in this podcast to what I have possessively you know uh, held on to is my talk. This is my talk. <laughs> come on and and not just that it's my talk, but I'm passionate about people knowing they have a role, you know women knowing that they matter and and so there I'm sitting there, and I'm watching the other women do the film, And I'm thinking, "I don't matter. You know, <laughs> I don't matter." And wrestling with God about what what is this about Jesus? Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. So I had to, like, go back and really sit in his word. so i I, I have questions that I ask him. What is true? What is true mm. about me mm-hmm. and you? And one of my favorite questions in exchanges with Jesus is Whose story is this, Jesus? And am I partnering with my enemy, which would be a lie? Am I partnering with a lie?
0: With diminishment. With
1: diminishment, comparison. Yes. Okay. All of that. Okay. Make the list. I mean, it's long. Okay. Or am I partnering with you? And I believe that our roles and our what matters in our life is our story, our journey with him. And this becomes part of my journey with him. This is painful for me to watch this and not be part of it, to to kind of be external. Does that take me out? Does that mean I, I quit? I'm not doing this. They obviously don't want me anymore. Um, my voice doesn't matter. I'm too old. I'm too whatever. Yeah, you know, the list. Something. I'm too something yes. or not enough, enough of something else. You know, the the list goes both ways and so it was really really it took me to Jesus of what is true what is true about my life my story my weaving with you is what i say in the talks is it's not about a job it's not about um being seen And known. It's about carrying Jesus, carrying your story into any situation. And then I have a little add on in that I always want my enemy exposed. I want my enemy's butt on a platter to be served up to the throne for. For truth. Yeah. And so my enemy, especially yesterday, you know, like I cried, I pouted, I pitched a fit, and then grieved whatever, that loss of not being part of the filming, and then took it to God for redemption, for restoration, for truth, and... To have my enemy's butt on a platter yeah. can I say that yep um
0: what did he say what he, did Jesus say
1: so he says you know how he's really great you know <laughs> he's really amazing and so I I had the opportunity to see this is what we face as women we face a barrage of lies and it looks true and it's not. Mm. So if I can't go back to him on a relational, truthful level and hear him call my name. So if I never teach or step on a stage or do a podcast again, does not change my belovedness. Mm. It it doesn't change anything.
0: You have said so many important things I need to go back now and unpack, but let's start with that one. It doesn't change our belovedness. Mm -hmm. We learn as children what is rewarded and what is not, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: what will bring praise and what will bring shame. And from that place, we form a trajectory that has energy and momentum and fear and desire all mixed up into it because it feels like belovedness is absolutely connected to whether we get the promotion, whether we are the residency director, whether we are on the speaking team next time by the way, we didn't kick Lisa off the team. (laughs) There's a whole story behind this, but she is giving the irreplaceable role talk at the next retreat. Um, We have it on tape, right? There (laughs) it is. There it is. We have it on on record. But the search for belovedness, Mm. oh, golly, and how that can really complicate partnering with Jesus in our role in the world because those aren't the same thing. They're not the same They're thing. They're not. We come from belovedness into the different projects, people, relationships, communities that he has for us, but we're coming from belovedness, mm-hmm. not in order to find belovedness. It's not a
2: performance,
0: right?
1: But it's so countercultural. Oh. It's really hard to swim upstream. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah especially when your friends don't invite you to be a part of the film project. and <laughs> You're like, what there, the hell? I that. don't get that. Mm-hmm. And
1: and we don't always get to know, right. you know, what happened, what is going on. Mm-hmm. But we do get to know that in his hands, he weaves good. Yes. He weaves good. Yes. So today I sit in such a... I mean, I could cry, a place of belovedness Mm. for no good reason, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: Yeah. Knowing that you have a role in God's story. Mm
1: -hmm. That is not dependent on the things that I think are important or matter. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let me go back to something else you said, which was... The, the most important thing we bring is our story with God
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we bring the Jesus we know into the situations we find ourselves in
1: that I get yes. did, did I get that right? Yes mm-hmm. because your story is unique and it's between you and him. Yes and the redemption, the restoration, all of the the healing and so when you meet somebody or when you're in any given situation you're not spilling all of that out but you're carrying that mm. you're carrying that story with him into a situation with all the wisdom all the glory all the
2: passion all
1: the passion the all the knowing yeah. all the jesus and that matters, mm. that matters. And, and we're really, that's not a topic we're taught, you know, in school no. or often not from the pulpit, that that your story is not something we hide and shame. You know, I'm not proud of of my reaction yesterday. You know, it was messy and a, and a bit immature. But it was real, and God stepped into it, and mm-hmm. He met me, and it's powerful to me Yes. right now. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah,
0: and you're speaking from it.
1: Yes. Today. Yes. So oh. I partner with Him instead of with yes. my enemy's taunting of yesterday.
0: Mm. Mm. That is really That's really good. <laughs> it's 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 really <laughs> good. It's it's um holy cow. Because the enemy, you know, his his blows are not incidental. They can feel very devastating. You know, Stacey and I had this theater company that we adored, and we had this group of friends that we adored and this community, and it all blew up around some betrayals against us and you know i need to be confessional that i i was having an affair with my career mm. and theater is a jealous mistress and it wants everything and it was really hurting our marriage and and jesus made it very clear you are damaging your marriage by pursuing belovedness mm. Mm. um because you're you're getting praised here yes you're killing it yes. over right. here and yes. so we and had to right. give all that up and that's a story for another day, but it was devastating. And I didn't see the story of God, Im- you know, immediately in it. It wasn't like it was super clear. And Jesus speaks to you on the bridge. And then you said it was nine, 10 months later. Oh, yeah. That the next thing comes, you know, it's not, it's not this instantaneous clarity. Right. Or direction even
2: it's a it's a journey i mean it's it's a it's a pathway that Jesus is taking each one of us um on and and we get some signposts along the way we learn a little bit more and yes. becomes a little clearer and like my willingness to leave medicine you know became more real in the months. In the months after hearing mm. the voice of God, mm. right, and being more open, I wasn't very open that day, but a few months later, I was, you know i'm I'm more open. i'm 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 more uh, teachable. i'm I'm looking for what God has next uh,
0: yeah, and we've jumped in this conversation, we've jumped into the deep end of the pool because there are adventures mm-hmm. that simply nourish the soul. There are opportunities and things that come our way. They're just for joy. But what we've jumped into is as we mature in our life and in our friendship with Jesus, he really does call us into partnership with Mm -hmm. him. That's the deep Mm -hmm. stuff. That's over the course of the years, as I've looked at your lives, that feels like deeper with Jesus. How are we partnering with you? Is that fair? Is that an accurate?
1: Yes. And I think as we age, we're quicker to see and trust in making the steps without knowing the whole path. Right. Knowing that he leads us to good places, albeit hard places sometimes. But mm. you know, the the richness that comes from that kind of journey.
2: Uh, and the ability to hear the voice of God for you in that particular situation yeah. and to recognize the voice of the enemy. I mean, you quickly went yesterday to hear, to recognize what the enemy was saying to you. Whereas it may have taken more time, yeah. you know, years ago. That's true. And That's true. and uh,
1: it was a day. It wasn't a week or a month or a and, and it that, wasn't the whole day, right? It, it wasn't. <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't the only, even the whole day. <laughs> mm. Mm. So what would you say to a woman who is struggling at this point with, do I have a role? Do I have an irreplaceable, am I irreplaceable in my role and my offering to the world? What would you say to her?
1: Absolutely absolutely you have a, a role because you have a journey with him that is unique to you mm-hmm. that is undeniable that is beautiful in its own in its own right your story with jesus is meant to set captives free and whatever that however that plays out you know that plays out with a a pen or a piano or a paintbrush paintbrush <laughs> um, but however that mm. plays out it mm. all goes back to mm. the journey with Jesus yes. you know your your story your partnering with him and that's accessible mm. he makes that accessible he makes that Unique is the word that I'm coming back. It's specific to you
3: yeah. in a way mm-hmm. that
1: it is not specific to anyone else. And that's how you know it's him. Mm. And that that's like glory right there. That's a goldmine. Mm. And so you carry that kind of posture and that kind of heart into a grocery store, into your kid's school, into a nursing home. Wherever you journey, you carry that posture of heart
3: yes.
1: and it changes lives yes. and you mm-hmm. don't even know it a lot of times, mm. you know, how how you've had an interaction and then later somebody might say, wow, that thing you said or that smile or the way you yes. picked up my kid, you know, it, and it, you don't even realize, yes. but it could have changed their whole day, their whole posture towards right. spiritual things. We don't know always yes. the impact. But there's this book, you know, um, All Things New, and we're going to, like, get to see the whole story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when everyone's yes. story is when told. When everyone's right story is, is Rightly is told. told. Yes. story is rightly told. Yes. Yeah. What And we'll day. get to see that.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really hopeful.
1: It's hopeful.
0: Yeah. It's really hopeful. And it
1: makes it worth it. mm Wow,
0: yeah. <laughs> we have a little plaque on our bathroom counter. It's it's the one location we know we will see it every day, and it's a quote from the Silver Chair, one of the Narnian stories. And the children have journeyed into the land of the giants, and then into the dark underworld to rescue Prince Rilian. And the end of the story is delightful and Mm -hmm. redemptive. And the line that's now framed so that we see it every day is, their quest was worth all the pains it cost. Mm. I need to be reminded of that. Oh, yeah. We have
1: to be reminded. On a
0: pretty regular basis. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with, there's a song that Stacy was playing for me the other day, Maverick Music, The Story I'll Tell?
2: Mm Mm-mm.
3: what you are doing here in the ruins and where this will
1: It captures it all doesn't it yeah. the story is yes. it makes it worth it yes. yeah yeah so so my really rough day yesterday is now a story i'll tell of his glory mm. you know of his coming mm. and it, whether it impacts anybody else or not it impacts it my you. story yes. yeah
2: And it's the journey of walking with Jesus um, through your story and through the adventure and through
0: what he has for you, your Mm. role Mm. in this story. We must take the adventure that Aslan has has for us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for your vulnerability, your honesty. It It was a richer, richer podcast because of where you went yesterday with Jesus, Lisa. Thank you. Go
1: figure. (laughs) But God.
0: But God. Yes. Thank you, God. And this wraps up our series, Um, gang. and, And if you haven't had an interest yet in jumping into the Wild at Heart experience or the Captivating Experience, I hope this series did it for you. It's free. It's online at at our website, wildatheart.org, and you'll find it right there on the homepage, and you can sign up for it anytime. It's, it's evergreen. You can start it at any point mm-hmm. uh, in the year that you'd like to do that. You have a heart, and your heart matters. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line message. You have a masculine heart, and that heart matters. You have mm-hmm. a feminine heart, and that heart matters. And that's why we do what we do here on this podcast. So thanks for listening, friends.